Welcome to the Everton Aren't We podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Rev and Lee. And uh, we're going to do a breakdown of our 1-0 victory against Arsenal yesterday. So, as usual, like we used to do on the full uh, breakdowns, we'll start off from the back and work our way forward. So we'll start off with Jordan Pickford. Um, obviously, there were some rumours floating around that Spurs were going to be in for him. And, you know, in the summer he might be off and this, that and the other. But... Pickford, and he didn't, to be fair, he didn't really have that much to do. But other than that, um, Rev, what did you think of Pickford's performance yesterday? He got a yellow card for time-wasting, actually. It's one of the most ridiculous bookings I've ever seen. Like, the referee was chatting away. Pickford's, like, asking if he can take the kick, and then all of a sudden he gets booked. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a cheap yellow there. Um, but no, I thought, you know, what he had to do, he did well. Um, kind of cold, he saved his bacon at one point. Yeah. Apart from that, yeah, I'd say I'd say solid performance. I actually think the um, I, I think I said it to you, um, a couple of pods ago where if we're gonna go play the long pass, we're gonna go like if we're gonna try and you know go a little bit longer, pick for your man, any do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, up, like changing the um, changing the feel of a game, pick for your boy for that because he can on a good day, man, he can land that ball on a sixpence. So yeah, yeah. I, no complaints. Um. For, for Jordan Pickford, I thought he had a solid, solid game. And, you know, clean sheets, you, you literally can't ask more than that from your keeper. Yeah, definitely, mate. 100% the clean sheet is very important. Um, Lee, Jordan Pickford, and do you think it, it doesn't seem to bother him, all the uh, speculation and rumours and things? No, it doesn't. But that's expected, though. All the flack he's got from being England's number one. Yeah. He still turns out performances week in, week out, especially the last 18 months to two years. So I don't expect that to affect them, whether it's true or not. So, but yeah, he was um, didn't have much to do, did he? Which, not much at all, when you, to be honest. When you joint bottom of the league and you're playing the league leaders, yeah, you'd expect he'd be the busiest person on the pitch. Mm. Wasn't so. Yeah, they had. Uh, I mean, they had 15 shots, but they only had three on targets, and I don't think. I think they were blocked. They were either all blocked. And then there was that one that was off the line. So they did it realistically. They didn't really trouble him too much. It's not like he had to, you know, be on his best game and pull out some mad saves to keep us in the game. They they really did not trouble us all that much. No. Um, and that that goes for the back line as well. Obviously, Mikhailenko, Tarkowski, Cody, and Coleman. And uh, there was quite a lot of talk whether or not Mikhailenko should play. We probably knew he would play, but. Whether he should have played or not, um, on spaces and on Twitter, everyone was saying, "Put Godfrey left back because he'll be more solid." And um, he was he was a little bit shaky at one point. There was Saka. He managed to get him one on one, and he, he they were kind of wrestling with each other to get past. But apart from that, he looked very comfortable with the help of uh, McNeil. Rev. I I think back in the day that would have been given as a drop ball. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I feel like that would have been given as one of them. But um, yeah, I think um, I know we'll get on to the midfield in a bit. Um, but I think I think Deitch clearly has has seen that Coleman and, and Michalenko aren't the flying up the flanks overlapping fullbacks. Yeah. So he accommodated, do you know what I mean? They're like playing nobody saw five in the middle coming. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I'd like honestly, like the amount of people that was like, because like, I think I threw Vinagre in as a as an option yeah. last time out, mm. um, and I I kind of listened to quite a quite a few of them spaces and stuff, and thought, you know what, 
whoever whoever should who like the left back that should start is the left back that should on Dyche picks. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that I, I I didn't really have a major opinion on it leading up, you know, that like the day before where it was like literally everyone wasn't it like Twitter was exploding with with yeah who should be playing as, as, as the fullbacks. But yeah, I mean I think that's that's his level in it and that's his game. I think if we're gonna play for the rest of the season like that, fingers crossed we will with that kind of application and effort. Yeah. Then yeah, I've got no problem with Michael Encon. I think maybe he will start getting the confidence to go forward a little bit when he sees, you know, one of the midfielders dropping in when he does. Yeah, definitely. Um it was nice to see actually an organized defence. You know, we, we know how good of a defence uh Tarkowski and Cody are on the day and they they've been slipping in recent weeks with under Lampard but it's just nice to see them get back to basics and you watch Dice's uh masterclass video on YouTube and he talks about this V shape coming out the penalty area and when the ball's out wide the fullback moves out and then you've got the other three defenders. It seemed to work very well yesterday and um Mikhailenko actually he, he made the most tackles in the game which with an outstanding record number of two which was I thought unbelievable because I thought Onana had at least three or four but um, he also had five clearances and three ball recoveries. So, but he also got dribbled past four times. So, I don't know. Lee, what did you make of uh, Mikhailenko's performance? Yeah, I thought it was classic solid fullback. You know, didn't do much going forward, but you know his main job is to defend, and he's coming up against arguably one of the best young wingers in world football. Yeah. So, I I, I seen someone I can't remember who it was. Someone of yesterday basically said that when he's got a job to do, when he's got like a person to mark, and they basically say to him, You don't leave him alone, yeah. just stay with him. That's mm. when he's at his best. When yeah. he's expected to go forward, when we have more of the ball, which will be the obviously that's the challenge for him now because he set the platform defensive wise. When we play teams where we're going to have more of the ball, can he improve on us going forward? But yeah. as for this game in particular, which is obviously what we're covering, he, he couldn't have put a foot wrong. I know he got booked, didn't he? But that was that was a very good tactical foul because it was right on right on the halfway line, and I think Saka would have been away if he if he'd have got past him. So yeah, no good overall performance from him. So that tactical foul, I thought was nice to see. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think we've been particularly astute in the dark arts recently. Yeah. Um and you know when you see that and you just think, Yeah, get in. <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah. It's nice to even and someone else we'll come on to is El Mopai. It was outstanding that but we'll come on to him in, in a little bit. But um Cody and Tarkowski. Um Tarkowski obviously got his goal and it was it was a nice ball from McNeil off the corner and Tarkowski with his header. But um Lee, as uh, Connor Cody said, it's been coming, hasn't it? It's been a while. Yeah. Do you know what? The best thing I can say, I know Tarkovsky got the goal, but the best thing you can say about him is they just, same with Pickford, they didn't have much to do. Yeah. I know Cody cleared one. Well, it wasn't on the line. It was about three yards in front. Mm. But apart from that, what else did Connor Cody do? And I'm not saying he had a bad game, by the way. Yeah. But that just shows you. Won some headers and stuff like that, but yeah. he didn't have nothing to do. So, mm. again, that's all. Yeah, the, the pair of them were just tidy, like yep. just just solid performances, organizing the back, organizing what was in front of them as well. Solid, yeah, yeah. proper solid. Um, also, 
Tarkovsky had five um, passes into the final third as well. So he can, we, we know how good of a passer he is. And maybe Dice, because uh, everyone said, like, it's funny when Dice took over, everyone's saying, oh, well, that's it. Then Tarkovsky's game is just, is gone. And when he joined Burnley to begin with, everyone was saying, well, he's drilled it out of him. But he's still got it. Like, it's just that we don't pick up on it because we're so used to Tarkovsky doing other things. But he is a very, very good passer. And yeah. Saying, yeah, come on, mate. I was going to say, without be, being too disrespectful to Burnley, he's got better players around him, so he yeah. can find them passes mm. with a bit more ease. So, you know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed, he still does show that part of his game. Because as yeah. we've seen earlier on in the season, he can ping them balls from one side of the pitch to the other. So Yeah, he can, mate, yeah, definitely. Um, well, he actually got the, the highest rating on the after I use Fotmob, he got eight. Um, and it says he was the player of the match on this. Interesting enough, like Onana actually got the official man of the match um, award, but you could have given it to anyone on the field that day. They were all outstanding yesterday. Um, big shout out to Seamus Coleman as well, because, you know, in the age of 34, he's still going strong, isn't he, Rev? Yeah, um, the captain's performance um, rolled back the years. Uh, and he was... Again, he he was actually um, speaking of Michalenko. He was a lot further forward than Michalenko was for most of the game. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, it's uh, there's there's not a lot you can say about it, but it was just vintage, I think. Um. Yeah. It just it, it looked like the Seamus Coleman of four or five years ago. Yeah. Um. And yeah, led the side well, especially in that scrap at the end. He was straight over there, wasn't he, for that Barney? Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's kind of, I like seeing that from your captain. Do you know what I mean? I like seeing people getting angry and, and getting older people. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, vintage, vintage Seamus Coleman. Yeah. He actually had the chance just before half time um, when he would, he actually bombed it down the right hand side and he pulled it a nice cross back for Calvert Lewin. It was kind of chest head height, so it was a little bit awkward, but uh, Calvert Lewin glanced it wide at the post. He probably should have scored in that particular chance, but. Nice to see Coleman get forward. That's it. It was because he's got a nice little cross when he pulls it back. Yeah. Um, Lee, what did you make of there, uh, Seamus? As Rev said, vintage. That um, that tackle in the first ten minutes on Martinelli, where he, yeah. I mean, it was a bit of a loose touch from him, and it just gave him the chance. And I mean, if there was a camera on his face, you'd have seen his eyes lit up the minute that ball went too far ahead. Yeah. And that got the crowd going as well. That one. Yeah, it did. How many people did you hear say it? Like one tackle, mm. and that's all it takes to get the crowd on. And that was the tackle, and yeah. another solid performance again. Yeah, you wouldn't. You look at that game there yesterday, and you think he was twenty-four, not thirty-four. Yeah, yeah, so. he was brilliant. He he just sets an example. He just leads by example. Um, doesn't do a lot of talking or a lot of shouting, but he's he's there when you need him. Um, also his reaction as well when. Tarkowski scored off the corner. He was on the halfway line and it looked like he broke down in tears, like it, it meant so much to him. So yeah, just just absolutely tremendous. And what a fantastic person all around. But well, um, just an interesting stat as well. Mate, Coleman, he, he's actually on more money now a week at Everton than what we bought him for. Is he, yeah? He's on eighty grand a week and we paid sixty for that's, that's funny that like that is hilarious. What a legend. Yeah, definitely. Bargain of the century, no doubt. Um, 
All right, well, let's move on to the midfield then, because this is literally the area of the pitch where we just we outrun Arsenal, we overrun Arsenal, we overwhelmed them. Um, as you said, Rev, no one really expected to see the five in midfield, especially Decore coming straight back in, but um, Decore, Garnet, and uh, sorry, Decore, Gay, and Onana were just outstanding in the midfield there. Yeah, I think everybody saw us playing that double pivot, didn't they? Everyone thought two sixes. Yeah. Two eights. No one saw Sean Dice playing two eights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and they kind of, all three of them would, would, would almost like interchange the roles at times. Do you know what I mean? Every now and again, Garner would go hunting and Onana would drop in. Yeah. But the core on, on Onana, I think, made up for the, for the lack of attacking impetus from the fullbacks. Yeah. Um. I, I thought they were the three of them were superb. Like they were absolutely phenomenal, all three of them. And yeah. you, you could kind of you could see what like the plan was. You could I, I was just sat there going, I can see what we're trying to do here. Like yeah, yeah. It, and and that shouldn't be a shock. Do you know what I mean? Like and and I'll I'll be honest. It, I guess it really shows what I know. Is like I remember thinking. Lampard can't be that bad of a coach. He, like, he, he must be able to get a tune out of these, surely, somehow. Mm, yeah. What were they doing in training? Because mm. Deitch has only had them for, a, what, five days, four yeah. days on the training ground? Mentally, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, how, how, how starved we've been for so long. Yeah. Having absolutely no plan at all to a very well put together plan. Mm. That didn't seem to be that complex, but we played football as well. Like I'm seeing these shouts on Twitter of Everton anti football. Yeah. You're mad. We were stroking the ball around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm playing it out from the back. It wasn't just gonna like, lump it up the pitch and try and mm. press the ball. It wasn't yeah. just that. I mean, yeah, sometimes you have to do that, alleviate the pressure a little bit. But it wasn't just that. You know what I mean? Like we were playing football in the middle of the park. Yeah, you were actually thought... looked like they were enjoying it as well. Onana had a nice couple of bits of skill there as well. And and. It's it's about fitting players into what they're best suited to do. Mm. Like I remember, I put on Twitter a while back if 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 the answers to Corey were asking the wrong questions. <laughs> um, I, but I thought he was brilliant. Like it was yeah. exactly his game. Mm. And him, him and Onana working together. Like I'm, I don't think we've seen the three of them in midfield start a game together. Yeah, I don't think and we have. Do you remember as well when um, Corey came in? Everyone was going, "Oh, imagine." Imagine if we had that Garner and Decore together. Wow, yeah. what a midfield that have been. Mm. Yeah. Add Onana into that, and you've got an absolutely pairing midfield. Yeah, like big time. Like, pairing away, do you know what I mean? Just like the three of them, absolutely brilliant. Ran yeah. the game, made Arsenal top of the one of the best sides in the world at the moment. Mm. Yeah. They lost. They looked like they didn't have a clue what to do. Yeah. Phenomenal, all three of them. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. They were just too strong, too quick. They just bullied them, too physical. Um, the core as you say, he, he was tremendous. Like I think he's always better further up the field where he can be more of a nuisance because he is a little bit awkward, and people yeah. just don't know how to handle him when he's that awkward. But and he can he can score like when he gets a chance. You see him got into the penalty area a few times as well. But oh no, like the height of them, their physicality together. Mm. It's like we've kind of like we've gone. You know what really used to wear Carsley and Gravison. <laughs> Let's do that again. You know, yeah. what I mean? like <laughs> definitely. Yeah. It looks like Carsley and Gravison are the, the assistant coaches anyway. Now we've got yeah, other players yeah. to do that. But yeah, yeah Onana as well. I mean, he was you know 
that loose pass from uh, Ben White to Odegaard, I think, was in the 30th minute, somewhere around there. Um, and Onana picked it up and he just blitzed down the left wing. Stripping. Yeah, Adam just in his part. Woof, gone. I didn't see. Quite... I didn't know Onana had that pace. To be honest with you, for the size of him. I'm quite excited about that midfield three, as you can say. This is like the exact opposite of, of Grey. <laughs> like the anti-rant, maybe. <laughs> I think Onana was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Grey's just jumped in there for a minute. Um, Lee, uh, talk to me about that midfield, mate. And Idrissa Gay, was he back to his best as well? Yeah. Um, well, just going to touch on Decore. That was the Decore that we signed. Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, I'm fair play to him because we all seen them videos of him sitting on the ball at Man City in the warm up, yeah. and I think the majority of us thought that was the end of his Everton career. Yeah, whether Lampard stayed or not, I didn't expect him to see much of him in an Everton shirt again. Yeah, so to come in after not playing for, I don't think he's has he only played about four games this season. Something yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah. So to put in a performance like that for 90 minutes, mm. it's, it bodes well for him. And hopefully he can kick on now as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah you know what I'd say as well, Lee? I'd say that um, it also massively changes the rhetoric of him sitting on that ball, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, everyone was... He was public enemy number one on the street end, wasn't he? The core yeah. Yeah. Um, Everybody wanted him gone. But now you, you kind of read between the lines a little bit and think... I reckon he might have called Lampard out, saying, yeah. this is good enough, we can't play like the way you want us to. Mm. Or, you know, we haven't got the personnel to do it, or, or coach yeah. is better or whatever. So yeah. it's, it's interesting, isn't it, now? Because, like, at the end of the game, he was buzzing. When we scored, he was buzzing, you know, and you think, maybe he's just one of the senior heads now in the squad, and he's just gone, nah, yeah. this isn't good enough. This is mm. not good enough for this football club. Definitely me, yeah. 100%. He could be right there. Track, track only. No, you're right. I was, I was just going to say on um, this as well, I thought that was by far his best best game in an Everton shirt since he's come back. Yeah. I mean, he had a 100% pass completion. There we go. And as Rev touched on, because they were all interchanging, he was just able to slot in. Mm. I don't think he got forward. I think he was the one that was mainly staying deep. Yeah. But obviously, he did go forward once or twice. Mm. But then Onana and Decore were the ones who were switching it around. Yeah. And a bit similar to Michalenko because he knew that was his job. Yeah. He was the one who was, he basically didn't have a license to go forward. Mm. He was told by the looks of it to stay in front of them if, if in front of the defense. So, yeah, yeah, solid. And I I don't know, I don't think Odegaard's the fastest player in the world. But I didn't think Honana was that quick either. No, he blitzed him. Absolutely blitzed him. And the composure as well. You know, you see players, especially, he's not a winger. And he ran all the way down the wing and he started (laughs) to put the ball in the box. And Calvary looked like a stud away. Yeah, no, it was was a really nice ball. Like, Calvary should have finished. I'm not, I still, I've watched it back over and over again. I just don't know how he didn't get on the end of it. Um, but yeah, he could, he could to, have had a trick, couldn't he? He could have, mate. Yeah, he could have. Um, just back to Idrissa Gay for a minute there. Like he, he had ten ball recoveries, which is just outstanding. Um, and he was. I watched clips of him back, and uh, he was just always there. He wasn't like very far away ever from uh, Cody and Tarkowski at times, and 
and he was just sweeping up everything. He was incredibly disciplined. He could read the game incredibly well. But interestingly enough as well on this app, it says he had four out of nine ground duels, which he won. So if he's won four out of nine ground duels and Mikhailenko had the most tackles in the game with two, I just don't know how this app works, to be honest. But there we go. I'm not complaining. Like He was tremendous. Um, and then we move further up wide, McNeil and Awobi. Now, they started the game with Awobi on the left and McNeil on the right. Um, and McNeil had that little run towards the middle of the penalty area and then he kind of had that shot outside the box which had a deflection but you know it became apparent it wasn't working uh, and then after about 10 minutes McNeil went out onto the left and Iwobi went out onto the right and then all hell broke loose then they were both sensational and those two guys in particular were the focal point of our high press high up the field there they got in the faces, they wouldn't allow them any space to pass and turn with the ball. They were just sensational. Um, Rev, do you want to start us off on there? McNeil in particular, because I thought he was outstanding. McRodriguez. Um, <laughs> Christ. I think, it, again, like it shows kind of the, the naivety of me thinking like Lampard can't be that poor of a coach to, to like, I know like it wasn't everyone's desired choice and all the rest of it, but you just wonder what they've been being told. It, yeah. it looked like two different players. Yeah. And and I'm certainly not having that the only coach on the planet to be able to coach him is is Sean Dyche. Do you know yeah. But it's like I, I I just wonder what the plan was previously. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not He's getting not. carried away. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm not gonna start calling him like the ginger Mourinho or anything, but like it was a simple plan. It was just a simple plan that was well executed. And mm. the mantra of what is it? Um, the the minimum requirements is maximum effort. Yeah, is that not just the the modern way of saying nil satisfaction optimum? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, McNeil was phenomenal. He was brilliant. It was mm. such a good performance from him, and he's I think he's bought himself a lot of credit with us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and dead balls as well. Yeah. Um, the the pair of them. Like, I, I've I've wondered for a long time why we haven't got a left footer taking dead balls. Yeah. Because again, and I, I've been moaned it like the the balance of of players in the side mm. that was addressed. Do you know what I mean? That was addressed. Um. Yeah. No, he was brilliant. Um. Brilliant in the press. Brilliant in attack. Yeah. It 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 wasn't just a. Um. I'm I'm gonna do this one job. I'm gonna pick the ball up and head inside to the box to it. Like he he, he was doing what I think modern wingers should do. Hmm. vary the game because you don't know how to defend against that yeah. you're a fullback thinking is he going to cut inside here or is he just going to try and hit the <clears throat> hit the chalk and put a ball in yeah he, he did it he did it all um, did, yeah. and you know an assist yeah I don't think you can really ask for much more from him um, no. if he keeps going like that I think he'll become a fan favourite yeah he put, a, he, he put quite a few good corners in yesterday actually not just that one he was his crossing all round was brilliant Um he had um, a couple of nice crosses into, I think it was Decore in the centre where he kind of, he didn't realise how much time he had because Gabriel slipped kind of. Um, you, you know what though, well, the Decore the and the Calvert-Lewin misses, like the Decore one, oh my word, I still, the, there's a couple of them that are like, the, the Calvert-Lewin one where it grazed the studs and, and yeah. that Decore one where you just mm. go, I, I think I could have scored that from here, yeah, from my couch, <laughs> you know. Mm. Um, but, I honestly believe that they're probably so they, 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 those kind of balls into the box. Well, the Corey's barely played, and Calvert Lewin just hasn't had any service. 
So yeah. the first buffer must have been like, whoa, what's this? Balls into the box, into the like six yard, what's happening? Mm. Like they must have been shocked by it, you know. I was. Yeah, um, yeah no, I thought McNeil was um phenomenal. And and it the again, it's it's about kind of tailoring the side and the structure mm. of the side for the players that are in it. Like yeah. I feel like Lampard expected McNeil to be like outpacing everybody and mm. stripping them for, for speed, but yeah. that's not his game. But whereas it, that that wasn't apparent at all yeah. yesterday. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it just, yeah, yeah. He, stu- he stuck to his strengths and and it showed. Like he just didn't, uh, you know, let the weaknesses bother him. And it, to be yeah. fair, it didn't. It, at times, he he just glanced past defenders with the ball, yeah. and you're thinking, where did he get this agility from? Like, but he, he just made them look silly at times, even with no pace yeah. whatsoever. But um, I think we had sixty-seven. Touches in the penalty area, um, up seventy percent on our average in any Premier League game this season. So we were in the box a lot more there. Um, That's proper anti-football, that isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> That's what I mean, mate. Yeah, he, I think he mustn't have been the same game as I saw. Yeah, no, shocking, mate. Um, we covered one hundred and sixteen kilometers in the game, which was the most we've run in any game this season as well. Um, I think Dice actually. He put them through a five-week uh, mini preseason in five days, essentially, um, and he ran them ragged, like. But and he still had the energy. And do you know what? He didn't even run out of energy. I was fully expecting us to drop deeper and deeper and deeper as the game went on, but they didn't. They just ran and ran and ran. And McNeil, I, I, I lost count the amount of times he was back defending, helping Michalenko, and then two minutes later he was up by the corner flag, you know, putting a cross in, rinsing Ben White. It was just brilliant. Um, Lee, talk to us about uh, McNeil and, and Iwobi on the other side there as well. Well, just touching on McNeil, I don't think... I think if you asked every Evertonian, no one saw that performance coming. No, you're right. No. I mean, I I was thinking, obviously, and a lot of Evertonians would be the same. Obviously, Dice knows him probably better than anyone. Yeah. Because he was the one who brought him through at Burnley. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting that level of performance off him. Mm. Straight away, especially when he's been at us for a few months now, yeah. and he just does not. I mean, even in that friendly where he scored the two goals against Kiev, he didn't. That didn't put the performance in, no. Yeah, the two goals he scored obviously stood out, but that level of performance, I don't think I've seen him play like that for Burnley either. No, I don't. Don't never used to watch Burnley every week. To be fair, yeah. But, no, he, he's. He's one of the players where you look at similar to the core. He's now got, as as Dice said, a clean slate. So yeah. he can just approach it like he's basically just signed. Yeah. So and yeah. the good thing is he's still relatively young as well. So he should he should carry on developing. Yeah. He's only what twenty two. So yeah. Definitely. Me, yeah. I thought he was outstanding. I th- I I personally thought he was the man of the match. Mm. Just not because he was head and shoulders above everyone, but because of what what we've seen of him or what we haven't seen of him, and then to produce that, yeah, on that day, yeah. So against that opposition as well, yeah. So, well, that's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Like the, these performances were very rare under Lampard, but mm. now hopefully they can become the standard under Dyche, and we'll see them a lot more often. Um, I'm incredibly impressed with. 
the high pressing of McNeil yesterday. I thought he was just, he did not stop running at all. Apparently he won the bleep test last week as well in training, which everyone was surprised at, but there you go. He, he seems to have an engine. If he doesn't have pace, he can still run. You know what well, I mean? What made me laugh as well, Ben Godfrey came second, but he's technically still injured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine what, that, what he can do when he's fully fit. Yeah. I feel like there was quite a lot of fundamentals lost mm. and have been lost. Yeah. Um, just through quite a few different managers. I also think that the, taking it back to basics is the most intelligent thing you can do. Yeah. There's players there that, are, that have got still got the shadows of Ancelotti, Benitez. Yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's players that must be like, what are we now? What are we doing? But if you mm. take it back to like, from Everyone knows that if you just put the effort in with a with a basic structure, yeah, stuff like having someone on the line defending a corner, yeah, just the basics. And marking rev, we've been used to zonal of late, and it's not worked. Mm. It hasn't worked. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you'd think that kind of just going back a little bit and going what used to work really well. You'd think that was some like the way people react to it. It's like you've just gone into their house and pissed on one of their kids. Do you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> Why can't we just go back to some of the basics? Yeah. Let's just go back, do you know what I mean, and see what worked. And it... That's what Fabian Delph was saying, and we didn't listen. All hail Fabian Delph. Yeah. yeah. But no, but you're right, though. Like, a man before basics, this time. Yeah, exactly. Like, in his uh, his conference last week, um, you know, when he said the, he, about the shin pads or something, like the play, he asked the players to wear shin pads in training. That's, that's bog-standard, pathetic stuff. And um, you know, I seen him pacing the the uh, the yardage of the uh, training pitch as well, like to, and it doesn't match with Goodison. I mean, what the hell? That's that's well, silly. Just touching on that, that's he used to do that. I seen, I think it might have been McNeil mm. who said that he he used to go every away ground. He'd walk from one side of the pitch to the other, yeah, and see it and measure how wide it was, and then he'd basically tell his wingers to stay. Either really wide or coming, yeah, oh. definitely me. Yeah, well, that's it. Like it's it's just back to basics, and you know it doesn't matter what language you 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 speak, you can understand that game plan surely. Um, Andrew, you you just jumped in there. I I'm just going to come to you now regarding dice because obviously you're a, you were a big advocate of uh, Bielsa, and and so mm-hmm. was I. I I wanted him originally, but um, after that performance, that was the most Bielsa performance I've ever seen from Dice. Um. <laughs> Are you are you swayed after that one? I mean, for Dice, that was like peak Barcelona, like <laughs> the best Spanish World Cup teams for Dice. But yeah. um, yeah, no, obviously I was, and honestly, still am for Bielsa because I think the issues are bigger than the first team, and I yeah. think that's something I appreciated about Bielsa's mindset on our problems. Mm. But uh, this was kind of the sparkler up the asshole that we needed. Mm. Um, but yep. is it controllable? Is it repeatable? Mm. And that's the thing. This kind of reeks of me a little bit for now because we have no other evidence of big dunk Chelsea, mm. like Dave said. Yeah. Uh, and we also had a big manager pop for um, Frank for yeah. Brentford and Leeds. Yeah. Um, now, this was different because Brentford and Leeds were very low in the table when that happened. And this is obviously yeah. a very good arsenal. Mm. Um, albeit an Arsenal that doesn't like playing at Goodison. Yeah. Well, but yeah, the you know blood and thunder back to basics. All your platitudes. 
mm. about, you know, basic shit getting done the way it needs to be. Yep. Could be exactly what this team needs to find just a run of consistent fight and form. Yep. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. Um, yep. I don't want to see us seed 75% possession to a team like a West Ham yeah. or a Forest or mm. who else is down with us? Southampton. Yeah. Well, Southampton, yeah. especially. Yeah. So we, you know, have we played Southampton twice? Uh, no, we played them once. Played them once, I think. Yeah. Um, so that kind of thing. I don't want us to seed possession that much like we have tended to do in the past just yeah. because we're not good on the ball. Yesterday yeah. showed different. If mm. we do it with intent and we don't dawdle, we can yep. be very, very punishing on the break. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. We, we still had only, I think it was 30% possession. Um, but yep. we, still had, we still had more big chances. I think we had four big chances and, and Arsenal didn't have a single big chance. Um, Lee, did you want to touch on something there, mate, as well? No, I was going to say we we played Southampton twice. We beat oh, well, them yeah. two one at Beargrounds, and That's then they right. beat us two one. Yeah, okay, yeah, but even, but even so, the the point still stands. Like you don't want them to sit back, and it it'll be interesting to see which type of game plan he approaches or, or adopts moving forward against those kind of lesser teams, if you like. Yeah, um, well, and we this is objectively the most talented squad he's ever had, even in just a handful of individuals. Yeah, it will be Onana. Maybe Gray. I I say you could probably swap out Cornet for Gray. They're not colossally different skill levels. Yeah. Mm. Um, but those two players alone are significantly better in the midfield than he's ever had access to before. Yeah. So maybe Burnley didn't make the man, mm. you know, or Burnley made the man rather. Yeah, possibly. Um, Rev, it's interesting you you mentioned a, a mishmash of of players and instructions because actually that was Arsenal's sixth sixth consecutive game at Goodison with a sixth different manager. That's shocking that. It's it's wild, isn't it? And it mm. um it is a savage indictment of just how poorly the club has run. Yeah. And um, and without being funny, that that stat alone really plays into the hands of of all of us that want the board to go. Do you know what I mean? Like the mm. the, the the march, the process beforehand was phenomenal. Okay, yeah. of it, like hats off to absolutely everyone that was there. Yeah. Um, if I really hope we don't have to be still doing it for the Villa game, mm. but if we are, I know we'll all be there. Yeah. Um, supporting that because they, as a board, they can't sit back and go, "That's fine." Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> what it means is five massive mistakes have been made. Yeah. You're right. I, maybe. You know, I, I understand the Ancelotti appointment massively. Understand it. I still can't believe it happened. Like every now and again, I'll see a picture of him and Hammers in Everton gear, and I'm like, that wasn't <laughs> just a dream. Then that just wasn't like a handful of coding and a smile. Like that <laughs> actually <laughs> happened. That was real. Criminal um, that we didn't get to see him in person, like Hammers. That's that's shocking. Yeah, it's really, really like anyone that went to Old Trafford for that friendly. Um, yeah. Wild, isn't it? Um, Quick but, note on that, by the way. Uh, Ancelotti was able to get out because our contract structure for his deal was laughable. Mm. Like we should have made a mint off of him getting pulled by Madrid, but we didn't. And that's kind of why, you know, when Ancelotti saw how fucked we were, he's like, oh yeah, I can get out of this. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's over the battle a little bit, but it really, 
anyone that's entering into any kind of legally binding contract is just doing what everybody else is doing and trying to protect themselves from yeah. the contract. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. every, the minute they're, they're all damage control, aren't they? Every single thing you sign, it's damage control for both parties. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I understand that the, the Ancelotti appointments, I, you know, I do, um, but the rest of them have clearly been massive mistakes. Mm. You could argue that Ancelotti was a massive mistake as well. Especially the way, like, like Millie's just pointed out there, like the, the way the contract was structured was a joke. Mm. Kelsey Bees from the club, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I've just pulled us wildly off course. Where were we, John? <laughs> <laughs> um, just talking, well, just in general, I mean, I'm, I, I'm lost for words. Like, I, I watched it back this morning and I was just thinking, like, this is, I can't remember the last time I enjoyed a game. And I know I said it a few weeks ago in the last game that I actually enjoyed was Palace at home this season. But even then, it was kind of like individual performances kind of won us the game, but I didn't see a real team shift. I know we we scored that nice goal where we were passing it around and stuff, but that was a fluke in my opinion because we never saw it ever again or didn't even see it before that. But this, you know, in five days, what he's able to achieve there is is just incredible. And it just shows you like how how starved you've been for so long, like, you know, simple man marking, a player on the post at the back, a player on the post at the, in the front, you know, just basic, basic stuff. Two left-footers on one side, Mikalenko and McNeil, two right-footers on the other side, Coleman and Iwobi. Just simple, simple stuff, and it worked. Um, I think for the players that we've got, because because yeah. they are such, such a mismatch of ideas, like you've got players, I don't know, oh, I can't even think now how many players, I don't think there's anyone left from Silver's Silver's generation, is there? Um, Technically, Gomez is still our player, right? Yeah. Right, but in the in the like in the current like in the yeah. current actual team, squad. Didn't, mm. Oh, Ancelotti signed Decore, didn't he? Ancelotti, yeah, was Decore. Silver wanted them. Silver wanted them. Yes. We didn't yeah. get them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's at least four or five mm. ideas there where you can't fit that into you can't fit them all into one thing unless you're going back to the basics. Yeah. Definitely. You're so right. it just makes sense, doesn't it? It's like, right, let's do this and let's work hard. Let's make yeah. it simple and work it's... and outwork everybody. Yeah. Basic training logic. Break them down before you build them back up. Yeah. It just shows yeah. you as well that football is not really a difficult, it's a simple game. Mm. Other people, people within the game make it complicated with tactics and visions of how to play and yeah. stuff like that. But when you just strip it down, as Dice has said for the last week, yep. hard work, commitment, togetherness. Mm. They, they are your fundamentals of football and it can yep. take you a long way in the game. Yeah, definitely. All, all the other stuff can get kind of lost in translation and, and yeah. you know, people can get, you know, confused and misconstrued and all that type of stuff. But if you just stick to the game plan, as simple as that, doesn't matter where you're from, you can, you can, you can, you can do it. Like, um, just want to touch on Calvert Lewin then the guy up top. Now, I think I don't think he was hundred percent fit, and Dice took him off as a precaution. But he was, I thought, absolutely outstanding. He, he won nearly every single header that came his way. He actually won nine duels or nine uh, aerial duels in the match. There, his flick-ons out to Awobi, out to McNeil, and McNeil and Awobi were getting close to him as he was flicking them on. He was, he was just tremendous. He he could have had he could have had two, couldn't he, Rev? At least, um, I, I think on a 
I think had we been providing that kind of service for him all season, yeah, you could well have seen a Calvert Lewin Attrick there. Mm. Um, I, I think it's it. I, I again, I said it on the last pod. I don't understand why when Ancelotti came in, he went, "Oh, I know exactly what kind of a striker you are, and this is how we're going to play you." Mm. Since which time, no one's done that. Yeah, who comes through the door? Sean Dyche, and he goes, yep. "I want him playing." you know, in between the goalposts, I want that kind of six-yard box player. He yeah. said that in one of his interviews. I said it to Tom. I want you kind of round the six-yard box. That's where we think we're going to get the goals out of you. Yeah. And, like, how many games this season have we seen balls centred for him? How many times have we... Saying that, how many times have we seen four of four attacking Everton players in their box? Yeah, yeah. From open, from open play. Mm-hmm. So, it's not even just him up there on his ones. He's got support around him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and his, his pressing was good. His work rate was good. Um, I, I think more, more of that, and he'll get used to it again. Um, looking forward to seeing. So I, I think now he's been he's he's being given the service now to go and do what we know he can. Yeah, it's now on him to deliver that. Mm. As you say, he looked a bit shell shocked with the chances that were coming his way. I still can't believe it. <laughs> I still can't believe we put a ball into the box for him. <laughs> it's absolutely on air though and, and pe- again people have got the nerve to say it's anti-football mm, what we I were know. doing under Allardyce was anti-football it wasn't anything yeah Do you I know, know. Mean, it really wasn't anything you, you could have had just 11 lads out there just because that's what it looked like yeah yeah. I was very ready to criticise for anti-football and it wasn't mm. <laughs> yeah I think we said before Andrew just before you came on there we touched the ball 67 times in their penalty area which was up 70% from our average of any league game this season. Yeah. Just, just mental. Yeah. If you get out offensed by Sean Dyche, you need to have a very <laughs> hard look in the mirror. Yeah. If you're Frank Lampard. <laughs> Definitely. Well, this, well, this is the thing. Like, uh, I don't know if Lampard would have been watching that or whether he'd have had some time off or what. I mean, obviously he's got time off, but I think he'd have been on holiday instead, you know, just rather than look watching any football because – if I was him, I'd have been in Dubai or Australia or something. Mm. But... He's probably regrowing all of his hair as we speak. Probably, yeah. In Turkey. Getting all the grey holes. Yeah. He's, <laughs> but, he's um... definitely searching around. Tosin's all locker, isn't he? It's got to be some mm-hmm. left. He's, he's got to be me, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it just makes you think, like, what on earth? Like, why didn't Clement and Cole and, you know, Joe Edwards and stuff just do this? I mean, I know it sounds easy to say, why don't you just do this? It's like saying, why don't you copy... Uh, yeah, you know, score more goals, idiot. Yeah, just put it. But I mean, what Dice done is not rocket science. He even said himself, it's not. It's not hard. Just have some balance, have a structure, put crosses into the box. I think at one point, um, I seen a stat where we had, you know, the the expected goals and expected assists and all this expected set pieces. Mm-hmm. This is the the biggest one for me. So the metrics under Lampard, um, we had an average of ten plus passes pair sequence right and and under dice it was zero yesterday so i mean the the it, the it was literally route one type stuff at times but then we'd knock it around but then what i'm trying to say is lampard was fanning around with like trying to pass it out from the back and trying to do this trying to do that it doesn't have to be like that we seen yesterday the balls get thrown into the channels a couple of times the corey was there calvert loon was there it it's so it is basic and it worked and awesome. you know what I've, I've said for ages some the, the the basic formats of something done brilliantly is always better than 
the vice versa. Do you know what I mean? If you get a slamming yeah. margarita pizza that's done really well, it's better than a half half hearted, like yeah. you know, triple pepperoni or something like that. It just is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like really good vanilla ice cream is better mm. than a half decent. Yeah, you know, mint chocolate. Oh God, no one's having that. But you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, just if you do the basics of something very, very well, it's yeah. hard to beat that in in everything. Do you know what I mean? In in everything. Mm. And I, and and it's football's beautiful. It's 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 physical chess with a ball. Yeah. Just just do it properly. Mm. It's That's like, all yeah. we can ask for is is effort and do, and done properly. Yeah. It's like Italian like... cuisine versus modern American. There's very simple ingredients yeah. done to their utmost, or yeah. you're throwing the entire pantry at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's like if you have a car, right? And you've got all, you know, you buy a Ford Fiesta or whatever, and it's got all every all, every option under the sun, sunroof, heated seats, the lot. But if you buy a Mercedes and, you know, all them little buttons that should be there, but they're not, it's just a black thing, bit of plastic. That's exactly what it is. Like just fill in the gaps essentially with what you've got. And that's what yeah. we done yesterday. Um, but yeah, Calvert Lewin, Lee, what did you make of his uh, overall performance there yesterday before he came off? Yeah, I th- thought he looked well. Uh, it was interesting listening to what Dice said through the week when he said he's fitter than what he thinks he is. Yeah, which I think we've all said it's psychological with him. He doesn't trust his body, but actually, Dice has basically said, "No, he, he is fitter than what he thinks he is." So maybe now Dice can get into him and try and unlock, get get rid of that nervousness around yeah. trusting his body, mm. because for sixty minutes he he gave us a a Calvert Lewin performance under Ancelotti. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, with DCL he has a very very long tune up period, mm. and what he misses like he still had his leap in all those games under Frank since yeah. he's come back he still had the athleticism mm. but his timing was way off like comically yeah. off he was jumping a minute before the ball got there mm. and now he seems to have gotten that again so hopefully he stays fit and stays in that kind of headspace where he's got the nuances of the game down I said this before but he's he's kind of like an F1 car like anything short of 100% is drastically different for him than yeah. it is for another player mm. Yeah, you could be right there, mate. Hopefully, you'll you'll, you'll get that in the coming weeks. Um, oh, uh, real quick, I, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but Mope, um, I know a lot of people were criticizing or questioning, like, you know, why didn't we use Gray? And I was calling for it at the time too. But mm-hmm. in retrospect, unleashing like peak shit house Mope was inspired because he murdered the flow of that game from that moment on. Like nobody could get a move going on both sides, really. Mm. <laughs> but it was just because he was having the time of his fucking life. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? he like... was. Literally, that's all he came on for. Um, so around the 62nd minute or whatever, Calvert Lewin went off, and and I was thinking to myself, like, why not Gray? Why not Sims? Sims would suit this I style better. Sim. Yeah, yeah. But I just say Rev Mopay, and and as Andrew just said, he was a proper little shit house. Well, it, it goes massively with the Sean Dyche kind of some of those little mantras. Yeah. Can we change the feel? Can we change the mood of this? And my God, did he have the sharpest arrow from, from that? <laughs> like, did, did he was like, hey, hey, Neil, go on there and just piss everyone off. <laughs> everyone, everybody, me included. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> he was phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you're not going to score, play your role. And yeah. my God, did he play it well. Mm. 
he was sensational. Like he was just, <laughs> he was. Like, it was madness. Did he like, even touch the ball? <laughs> yeah, no. It was just like giving a little third grade delinquent a pack of matches and a pocket full of dreams. Like <laughs> a fun little guy. Yeah. Oh, he was. He was brilliant. Like he was just. I've never seen him like this. Uh, inspired to piss people off. Like it, it, I knew he was a bit of a wind up, but we've been waiting for it all season. We saw it at Brighton before he came to us, and we were hoping that. He'd be more of a wind up, but like yesterday was just phenomenal. I mean, his acting skills are you know the better than Ken Wright in in, in essence. <laughs> like he was he was outstanding. Um, Lee, there was a couple of moments, especially towards the end there, where he pissed Zinchenko off and he pissed a couple of the others off, and he was lying on the floor as if he'd just been absolutely smashed. In retrospect, he was kind of standing there waiting for it to happen. He bought it, didn't he? But it was just brilliant. Well, does anyone know who, who's have you seen that photo of him lying on the floor and he's pointing up yeah. at the air? Yeah. Who's, he, who's he pointing at? Zinchenko or someone probably just, just sitting there laughing. Well, I was just thinking when you were talking, I bet you, um, wasn't it two was it two years ago when he um proper wound up and it was Granite Jacket, I think, and Ben White? I bet you they must have thought, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Like, yeah. we've already had a hard game here and now we've got this little shit coming on just to wind <laughs> us up Yeah, I mean what he played 28 minutes and only mm. touched the ball 13 times but I think he had more of more of an impact than any other so could have yeah. without touching the ball <laughs> yeah he rattled the whole back line literally every single one of their players he just get into he just you know just nudge into them a little bit and just you know Get there slightly late and give them a little elbow or whatever it may be. He was just he was brilliant. But I seen um, the first ball as well that he um well he didn't he didn't jump off for it. Pickford lumped it up and I think yeah. it was Saliba mm. and he was just looking at Saliba. He wasn't even looking at the ball. He was like the minute that drops on your foot, I'm going for it. Yeah, so just didn't even attempt to jump for it. Just yeah. like I'll wait because mm. I know what, you're going to touch it. You. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting it, but I'll just fucking elbow him or something instead. Yeah, why not? Um, Andrew, before we come on to the other subs not used, um, do you want to have a touch on uh, the back line and you know the midfield as well? In the other subs not used, as in everyone on the team, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought, I really thought Godfrey was going to feature this game just because of uh, Saka's pace and Godfrey's weird left-handedness, like yeah. or left-sidedness, mm. his ability. Um, but clearly not the right call and dice knew what he saw in training maybe mm. that first session to get him to full fitness was illuminating and he knew you know hey these guys can handle it and they're clearly gelling with each other right now so don't fuck with it yeah yeah he actually said something similar in training um you know we know about the honest assessments that he that he got the players to do and uh, mm -hmm. some of them didn't give them back um but he actually said, like, there was some players, and I've seen what they've been doing this season on the, on the Lampard, but um, he said he wanted to work on some on-the-field relationships, and it looked like it worked yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole team, like, I think Onana, as I said, got man of the match, but you could have given it to anyone. Yeah. You know, they were just outstanding. But, um, yeah. Revy, are you surprised not to see Demari Ray at all? Um, I, I was in the lineup. yeah. Um, I, I was very surprised not to see him. But then he explained that afterwards. He said he's felt a tightness in his hip and his groin. So, yeah, you know, we, we, we picked the side that we thought could win the game with, with a balance, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you think, yeah, fair, that's fair enough. 
Mm. Um, I, I'd rather, whereas I think quite a few managers actually have, have played players who haven't been fit enough to play. Yeah. And then you see them break down. I'd rather, I'd rather Gray be on the bench just in case we need an impact sub for 20 minutes. Mm. Um, and as an impact sub, he's probably more of an impact sub than than McNeil in that sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're very different. They're very different wingers. Mm. So, yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather see players be taken out and, and options come on. Like, losing Anthony Gordon, um, although he's not had a, a brilliant season, that's an understatement. He's had a, he's had a cat season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, he's, gone to, he's gone to work for um, Foot Locker, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I thought he'd gone to the WWE to be a referee, to be honest. <laughs> Two! <laughs> um, yeah, he was brilliant, though, wasn't he, for Newcastle? Whoops. Yeah, um, that was a tremendous game, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A vintage anti Gordon performance. Yeah. Um, um, we sound what, about, what about uh, Davis, perhaps, in midfield? Are you surprised not to see Gay, Onana, or Decore come off at all? Uh, you know what? Like the way they were playing, I don't think any, it, it did. Like, I know, I think it was Garner at the end of the, the, the at full time, like just absolutely decked it. Like, he just like fell to his knees. And I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, to be fair, you, you deserve that. Yeah. Um, I suppose, really, you'll see how, how, how fit he is if, if mm-hmm. he can do a full season like that. Um, yeah. And I think, depending on the opposition, you could put Davis or little Jimmy Garner when he's fit. Yeah, little. He's probably heading shoulders above me. I don't know what I'm calling him. Little. Um, Didn't Ducore? He had like the problematic foot injury over and over again, right? That would be my yeah. only concern with him. Like if he plays like he does, he did yesterday. Yeah, keep using him, but he did seem to have a tendency to get hurt. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Well. This is the thing. Like I mentioned before, like I was fully expecting them to get tired. Um. But, you know, they're still playing well, even if they're tired. So you don't really want to risk taking them off and putting someone else on to to lose a bit of that gel that you've got on the field. But um, I think as well, their tiredness was kind of relative to the match. It wasn't like their tiredness was showing them up. Like it was relative to what the, like the other players on the pitch were feeling at the same time. So it yeah. wasn't like, whoa, we've had a massive drop off in the middle here. Mm. Um, absolute machines, all three of them yesterday. Yeah. Oh, they were tremendous, yeah. Um, I'm hoping Sims can make a couple of appearances on the dice. I think he'd work quite well, actually. Yeah. Um, but apart from, yeah, I mean, the whole team was just sensational. Like, it, I just, just, just a really nice, really professional performance. Um, we always seem to do it against Arsenal at home. I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's weird. But as you say, Andrew, I'm, I'm just hoping that you know we we don't. You know, mess it up when it comes to the lesser teams, if you like. Um, so I mean, you'd be tempted to just play the exact same thing against Liverpool, wouldn't you, next week, Lee? I was gonna say, yeah, I've got a lesser team next week. <laughs> Mid-table shite. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, as long as they're all fit and they all like, um, I think. Did you see what he said on BT afterwards? He said, "Oh, they're going to be working on Monday." Oh so yeah. Go out for a drink if you want, but make sure you're back in yeah. Monday morning. Yeah, we'll have to see how they all um, how they all cope with his um, training technique, training methods through the week. But yeah, I wouldn't change anyone. Mm. I really wouldn't. I mean, you could say bring Gray in for one of the wingers, but 
because Gray was our best player in the last few weeks under Lampard. Yeah, he was the one that you know he he stood up and really looked like he was trying to work for Lampard. But yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anyone. It's interesting after the game, uh, Neil Mopai was speaking to Rio Ferdinand. Um, he said something like, um, "I really like Frank," and that just that little sentence spoke like a hundred words to me. Like it, because if you like a manager, I mean, obviously you want to perform for him. But I think what I'm trying to get is, he was too likable. He was too soft with the whole squad. He was too buddy with them, and and it really showed like at times. So. Hopefully, Dice is, you know, he he comes across as more old school. Um, but I don't want them to be buddies with him. I want them to like him. Fair enough. I don't want them to be friends with him. You know what I mean? There's a there's a big difference. Like so. Yeah. Well, well there's, there's, a, there's a there's a reason in the army, isn't there, why the officers and the enlisted men don't drink together? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, it, there's there's a reason that kind of thing is separate, and it's it's a status thing. Yeah. Um. I. I do. I honestly think that going into training with Lampard, I think because it wasn't that long ago he was a player. I do think that there, there must have been an element to it where it was. Was it? Oh, as as Anthony died is here again. Is he? Oh, amazing. Great. Oh, oh what's going on there? You, you're all right. You can't, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he's feeling a bit off again. Is he? Do you know what I mean? It just. It all seemed a bit like a, a bit of a giggle. Do you know what I mean? And it was like yeah. You'd, yeah. you'd see. You'd see us get absolutely. Battered by someone shite on a Saturday, Monday yeah. morning, they're all bouncing in together, and it's all right, mate. You're all right. Like, it's just like, nah, you should be going in there, going, we're going to go and put this right. I'm not mm. saying don't be mates, mm. like, I'm not saying that at all. But yeah, if you remember, we, I think I said it as well that it could benefit this team that we've got someone who's not been not long out the game as a player. Yeah, but in actual fact, now it looks. I mean, it is only one game, but it looks like this team need the exact opposite. They need a like an older head, mm-hmm. someone with yeah. bags of experience, and someone yeah. who won't basically won't give them what they want. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm hoping as well that the um that that mantra is absolutely drilled into them, and if it's not lived up to if if minimum requirements is maximum effort if that's not lived up to you don't play next week you get yeah. dropped and I, I don't think he's scared to, to say to someone like what happened there that's not that's not what we agreed on because that's his thing isn't it he says like we agree on these core values as a group mm. which is which is genius man management because then you don't have to manage everyone if yeah. everybody's going it, like, if if one of your squad is going, mate, we all agreed this is what we were going to do, and you didn't do it. Yeah, you don't have to do that as a manager. Then you, all you've got to do is is make the the relevant changes. You don't have to you don't have to tell anyone off if the rest of the group's going. You let us down there. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, if that if that's if we carry on with the with that as the mantra, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I think we'll stay up, and I think we'll. I, I genuinely think as well with how tight it is at the bottom. If you can just nick an away win or keep mm. it solid, at least solid away from home, yeah, I think you'll be. I think you, you could. We should really now, and I know this is going to sound mad. Really now, what we should be looking at is going. Let's let's go for the Europa Conference. Mm. Why not? Do you know what I mean that should be the aim now? Mm. Like, like I can tell you why not. Today. Chelsea spent six hundred million pounds ensuring that they get into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what's guaranteed yeah. for them. Yeah, um, so, yeah. But that, like, 
you know the way Southall, sorry, um, here I'm sorry to cut in. Um, the <laughs> the Southall used to say, didn't he? Like we we would start every single season, and I'd believe we could win the league. Yeah, that yeah. should be the it should be the thing now. Is look, that's there for the taking. Mm. Let's play in Europe next season. And I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but it should be the aim. It should be what we're going for. Yeah, it should be, mate. It should be. Um, yeah, hopefully, um, it's only one game. But um, and it's it's hard not to get carried away after one game with a performance like that against the league leaders. But we just have to be uh, be a little bit grounded and just like I said the other day, ask me again in uh, in a couple of months' time, and I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, so far, I would like so good. to uh, real quick before we get out of here, I would like to thank Frank Lampard for the Palace game. Thank <laughs> him for picking Onana because that guy wouldn't have been here otherwise. Mm-hmm. And also thank Mopey, the Queen for choosing to die when she did, because otherwise we would have played Arsenal before. That that is a yeah. that's correct, actually. Yeah, that's a good point to be fair. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, um, next game is against Demlot, a uh, week tomorrow. Um yeah. we play Arsenal every week at home. We just have a good <laughs> question. Hopefully. Michael, shout out to Arteta as well, by the way. He, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He knew what he was maybe, doing. Maybe the Arteta money has finally been found. Maybe we just pay Arsenal season after season to throw yeah. it. When Arteta we get a new... has the Arteta money, yeah. Yeah, Bill banked it for a rainy day. <laughs> maybe. I wouldn't give him that much credit, like, for you. Um, yeah, Rev, Andrew, Lee, thank you so much for joining me, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Now it's time for a quick word about our sponsor, Manscaped. Big thank you to the guys over at manscaped.com for sending some products for us to check out. Manscaped are the best in the business when it comes to men's below the waist grooming products. I can tell you from my own personal experience, I've used it on my beard actually, and I'm blown away by how cool and how good this lawnmower 4.0 is. You really do make precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And it basically looks like an F117 stealth bomber for your balls. It looks that good and comes with its own little wireless charging stand, which looks like something Batman would use. So yeah, it's pretty sick. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived and it's a game changer. Inside you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker for your ears and nose, crop reserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxes and the travel bag to hold all that good stuff. The ball deodorant especially guys is an absolute game changer by the way, you need it, trust me. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the future of grooming and it's waterproof. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight if you need a more precise shave. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose and and ear trimmer. And the weed bucket is also waterproof and also has Manscaped skin safe technology as well, which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped box- Boxes and Travel Bag. It's time to take care of yourself, so join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer for you, get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code EAW20 at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at EAWPodcast at gmail.com. Dot com.